the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me. Apparently this was a rough weekend in Chicago. It was impossible to go for a walk and not see a nipple. And not an attractive nipple, but a nipple on what you were not sure you were looking at. For instance, let's go with a nipple you don't want to see. My name is Admiral Rachel Levine, and I have the honor of being the Assistant Secretary for Health. Hey, Squirrel, is he working on his voice or is it me? Because this is what he used to sound. It is a man, and you're well established. Throughout my career, I have focused on the intersection between medical, mental, and behavioral health. See, that's when he's experimenting with the rubber band around his testicles to get to that pitch. Oh, yeah. You do one twist wrong, and it's terrible. You do one twist right, and you could be a receptionist in any doctor's office in Chicago. My name is Admiral Rachel Levine. I think he pulled it off. I have the honor of being the Assistant Secretary for Health at the United States Department of Health and Human Services. Hey, you think... Did you... Do you think... uh, that guy in the Wagner group that's storming Moscow, you think he's worried, he's worried about Admiral Rachel Levine. He's confused. He's looking at Admiral Rachel Levine like a cocker spaniel that hears a whistle far off in the future. What the hell is that? Happy Pride. Happy Pride Month. And actually, let's declare it a summer of pride. Oh. Happy summer of pride. You mean we're not through with this bull dung in the next four days? I can't wait to get the hell out of here. Hours away. And in the meantime... There's another reason to get the hell out of here. You see, the vacant stores are real. And if you think Chicago's bad, just head in any direction. Those communities that weren't a thriving example of capitalism outside of the once great city, now sewer of corruption, where anybody, anywhere you look, there's a nipple, most of whom you don't want to see. Uh, you just head west because it is depressing. People who are sleeping on streets, empty stores in cities that were thriving just three years ago. What could have changed, Squirrel, in three years? I don't know. And now I'd like to turn to today's announcement. Begin by asking a question. Did you lay all that cable? Whoa, 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 whoa. You don't talk to the vice president like that. We know how she got the job there, Dimwit. She's a wonder woman. I was watching the other room. Uh, it's, it's not really. There's a lot of guys right now in Boys Town with their nipples hanging out celebrating the same damn thing. They're not vice president. But after all, you have to be picking up on the fact that the economy sucks, right? And we have the data to prove it. We have uh, the numbers to show that his economic policy has indeed worked. Worked? Where did it? Oh, I know where it worked. In the city halls, the sewers of corruption, where the Democrats are thriving. The money schemes are flourishing, and you're going to double down, triple down, quadruple down on this mafia you call an economy, aren't you? Affirmative action moron. All of those things is building an economy, transforming the way we see the economy in a different way. 
of like the way I used to see nipples. They used to be attractive. You longed. You spent a lot of money. You bought a lot of drinks to see a nipple. Now, thanks to the Chicago and the summer of shame, I don't want to see a nipple again, Squirrel. In a way, again, that is equal, that does has equity at the center of it, and leaves no one behind. And the president is very proud. You know, I, I, I couldn't help but notice... <clears throat> I was on my way. I stopped, went to Nebraska. Came. I stopped in almost every little time. I love that. Little scenic tour. It used to be quite charming. Now it's quite depressing. Because the only thing that's equal is the amount of homelessness. In fact, I saw kids as young as 17. And I saw old people as old as 70. I guess that's what this means about equality. How do you like it? Are you thirsty for more? Very proud in what he's been able to do in the last two years. Yes, yes. You mean bankrupt the nation and strengthen Americans America's enemies. You see, because uh, simultaneously with this, it seems that the pimps that bribed traitor Joe Biden, traitor that he is, it seems like they're having a good summer. Are we going to prevent China from having a military base on the island of Cuba? We uh, have uh, been. Oh, boy. I don't know who sounds more phony. The 65-year-old potbelly transvestite pretending to be a female admiral or this lying, blinking rat? Are we going to prevent China from having a military base on the island of Cuba? We uh, have uh, been not only looking, but also engaging in a number of countries over the last couple of years uh, where China's trying to get a, a foothold. And we- You've been delivering, you traitor. And your entire party are traitors. And everywhere you rule, it's not only bankrupt, it's a freaking freak show. Yes, it is. And is your ash. You're not my ash. You're just a big fat ass pretending to be a woman. We've been engaged uh, diplomatically in a number of places. Yeah. And we've had some success. In- where? Where? Well, where is the success? Because it seems to me like we're not only fighting wars for those inbred Saudis, your other paymasters. But it seems to me like we're not only fighting we're losing. Hey, here's another thing we're not good at. Losing, you moron. Peace. Where is their peace? And um, either preventing that, delaying that, uh, or turning that around, we continue to do that. I've raised that directly with, uh, with my Chinese counterparts. They know where we stand on that issue. I know. Do you keep your pants on in those Chinese negotiations? Because you're sure getting your ass beat. I wonder, do you just just all get together and turn it into like the city of Chicago? Just pick a neighborhood. Was it like naked twister everywhere in these meetings? Because here's another little tidbit that came from our paymasters, our communist overlords. Turns out we figured out the origins of COVID. And it's our fault. The head of the FBI in the United States has said the coronavirus pandemic is most likely to have emerged from a Chinese laboratory. No, 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 no. That's when we were really investigating. Play the one now, the new information, the new propaganda. Was the Wuhan virus a bioweapon? Did China start right, wrong one. Where is it? Five years before the pandemic. Uh, anyway, turns out that uh, we were all wrong, and uh, China said it's our fault. It's jumped from a rabbit to a bat to a vampire to whatever. It turned up in some Boys Town party, and I think COVID had a nipple. What did she say? You raised it with your Chinese counterparts. There are we don't we have no relations still with Cuba. I mean, this decision to pull back relations with Cuba did we not just throw them into the arms of the Chinese? No, we actually have raised this with, uh, with, with the Cubans as well. So uh, they also, for them, there's right. no secret about uh, the, the, the concerns we? that we have and the fact that we're... But, but, but listen, hey, stupid. Are they building a base? Are we having nuclear weapons? You know, the thing that we had to avoid for the last 70 years. Is it worse now than it used to be? What do you think? Watching this very carefully. Are we going to make sure it doesn't happen? 
Is this a line in the sand? Um, uh, again, we've made clear that uh, this is a real that this is a real concern. And as I said, uh, in a variety of places where China's tried to get a foothold uh, militarily or uh, or with intelligence, uh, we've been uh, not only looking at that, we've been taking uh, action to try to push uh, push back, and we've had some success. Squirrel, I know how China got a foothold. I know how they destroyed the richest and greatest country built on the ideology of the Enlightenment and the free man, liberty, and the government of a representative republic versus a communist overlord government. I know where they gained a foothold. Oh, it wasn't Cuba. It wasn't Russia. It wasn't even precious metals or minerals or oil. It was because they own our politicians like whores that they are. Peter, you broke a lot of this years ago uh, about the Biden family influence peddling. And you've got new information this morning, uh, breaking news on a cell phone that Joe Biden was using. Tell us about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. What is the line of communications between Hunter Biden and his business partners and Joe Biden when he's vice president of the United States? It's not the government phone. It's not Joe Biden's personal phone. We know from the laptop that Hunter Biden's business paid for a private phone line that Joe Biden used while he was vice president. See, now the scum in the once great city sewer of Chicago who wallow in the ghetto that their policies have built. They don't care about this because they understand that Democrats are scum, swindlers, shysters who are traitors to their position. They don't care that the vice president had a drop phone. You know, one of those could have saved Tiger Woods' marriage. That's another topic. Had a drop phone, a burner phone. Only his wasn't from Walmart under the name of Hosea Garcia. His actually could be called anywhere in the world. AT&T. And you know how you run it, Squirrel? Through one of his 80 phony LLCs. Corporations and companies and LLCs, limited liability corporations, set up strictly to launder bribery. It was from AT&T. It was $300 a month. It was a global phone where you could access somebody anywhere around the world. Now, why would the vice president have a burner global phone? Oh, I know. So that when the Chinese communists paid him $5 million, it would be hard to get the evidence. And if you only had a corrupt upper echelon of the FBI, say guys who supported the only communists to run in America, like Jim Comey. And if you only, only had an infrastructure of corruption that was more interested on profiting and destroying a country that puts scum like them in prison, well, then you have yourself quite the recipe for a coup d'etat. Uh, we shared that phone number and that account information with people at the House Oversight Committee. My hope is that, that they haven't already. They will subpoena those records because I think it will give an indication on how tight the communication was. Uh, and that may be the phone, for example, that the Ukrainian, the Burisma executive might have used. Uh, we're OK with that. We sent hundreds of billions of dollars. We knew they were stealing when Joe Biden was already a, 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 a vice president whore. The people of this country are fine with the Democrats selling out policies to the Ukrainians. Let's get on with the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, in this allegation uh, that he talked to Joe Biden in re- recorded conversations. I-, I would just say one other thing, Marie, as it relates to that sort of shakedown phone call with Henry Zhao uh, that we alluded This is the one I want. Henry Zhao. You think his birth name is Henry? I don't think so. You know what? I'm in the mood. Give me some chicken and I like it spicy.
and I want to eat it with the sticks. None of this fork stuff for me anymore. Henry Zhao in 2015 had already sent $5 million to the Bidens. $5 million. You know how many Chicago scum aldermen you could buy? You buy them for 500 at a time. Like half of their relatives used to be on Madison Avenue in the 70s. In the meantime, he could have bought the entire Chicago. Oh, he already had a liaison to the Daily Pay. Oh, yeah. Even the bald one that can read? Yeah. How about the stupid one that's a Cook County commissioner? Uh, he's cheap. You could buy him for 300 uh, he was the head of a harvest investment firm. Uh, and what's interesting is in the correspondence there, Hunter Biden again talks to Zhao in the context of this is a deal that's important to my family uh, involving his father. Let's also keep in mind we fixate on the criminal element of this. We also have to focus on the espionage element of this. Henry Zhao paid $5 million to Hunter Biden from an account that was part of a company that he co-owned with the family of the Minister of State Security of China, who's in charge of the entire spy apparatus. Traitor! Asset of the Chinese Communist Party. Oligarchs. And an amazing propagandist. Now, how could he possibly have won? There are still 502 days until the 2024 November presidential election, 264 days until the Georgia primary election on March 12th. And state board of election members say that is not enough time to install and test the software update on the state's 35,000 computerized voting machines. Dominion Voting Systems is recommending the update to go ahead and fix potential vulnerabilities in the election system. Whoa, 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 whoa. I thought there were no vulnerabilities. I thought there was no problem. They don't connect to the Internet. There was no problem. Why would you need this update? Especially now that you were paid from your shareholders as they pretended to be Fox News and paid you off for delivering on the most obvious election theft this country's ever seen to get an asset of enemies, both foreign and domestic, in a very powerful position. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I wonder if the Chinese, I think they're pretty good with computer stuff, right? I mean, after all, didn't they take basically every, every manufacturing job that the unions chased out and some all through the computers, right? With the software. I know I'm pretty sure they're good at stuff. I know they're good at stealing and buying our politicians and destroying my country from these traitorous Democrats. Three, one, two, six, four, two, fifty, six hundred. Do it again, Griffin. Oh, come on. I just did it like five times. Do it. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and they're like, it's better than yours. Damn right. It's better than yours. I can teach you, but I have to charge. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Hey, Squirrel, one thing else I was noticing while watching the shame parade. Um... Is the side effect of COVID, what do you got? You got the you got the Bell's palsy. That's not a good look. You got the Jimmy leg. You got the strokes and the heart attacks, the uptick in deaths in the girls with the menstruation and all the other nonsense. Is something in there about gaining weight? And why do these people feel the need to get naked? Are you looking at these people in the city of Chicago? I mean, dim the lights. Maybe that's why it's cloudy. Nature's way of saying, put your clothes on, morons. Dave in Downers Grove. Yeah, Sean, I, I actually got two things. All right. Um, how does a guy, how does a guy this admiral put a mental disorder <laughs> of, his, of his own yeah. study mental disorder? 
Yeah. Do you realize he has one? I have no. said for a long time. No. Go ahead. Okay. I also thought of another thing, and I'm surprised no one else has. You know, since they want to normalize a mental disorder with these people that think they're, they could be opposite sex and sexual preferences, you know, having sex the same, why don't we ever had a uh, first annual hetero pride family break? We do. It's it's called it's called Father's Day, Dave. What are you not? It's right in the no, middle no, of their no. supposed month. They couldn't have anything if it wasn't for us. You think these guys could be fathers if it wasn't for the new technology and test tubes? You know the way the Pritzkers like to have kids because mathematically they can't do it the natural way. Be like two hippos in a wilderness. Go ahead. Which which one? All right. Fathers they they them too because they adopt. What I'm saying is no. I mean the real fathers, us. You know. With the with well, the Schwanzteiger. We, yeah. we want to be inclusive, right? Let's let's make a hetero pride family day. And uh, you know, see if the city will approve that permit. Yeah. <laughs> sure they will. The city's not gonna approve that uh, permit. They don't like heterosexuals and they certainly don't like uh, guys like you, Dave, in Downers Grove. You better stay out of that city. You'll end up doing life for having common sense. Thank you very much. It's a topsy-turvy world, and Debbie Han, Portage, Indiana, has a question. Uh, yes, I'd like to highlight a point. Uh, the author that you had on the, uh, last week, uh, Miss Roth, Carol about Roth. owning nothing. Carol Roth. Yes, yes. Correct. Yes, that she, she was articulating no- the goal of the World Economic Forum and the Democrat Party to make it so that the citizens adopt the philosophy of never having property rights and negating another principle of the uh, of americanism okay i'm seeing things uh slip slowly away from us like take our libraries for example yeah. uh they only carry periodicals uh they only carry the new stuff the old stuff let's say after two or three years they right away put up on the market for sale or it ends up on ebay which specifies uh, this was a library copy. Because, you know, Debbie, the reason is, for the last 30 years, this country is by far the most propagandized nation on the planet. It's not the North Koreans. They never knew any better. It's the American people who have been lured into the principles of the Soviets, of the communists, and have been overthrown from within. So you can't have the library have information that stokes up Americanism in the Enlightenment and talks about a republic, you need to have only access to information that supports the lie and propaganda of the Marxist, of the collectivist, of the Democrat. So, yes, and the public libraries is paid for by us. And, by the way, did you ever look into how much money they cannot account for? You know, it's a wonderful way to steal a lot of money from the people. And after all, do you need all of these magnificent libraries in the computer age when all the answers are on your phone? And we pay for that phone, too. So you want to talk about redundancy and waste, fraud, and abuse? It's the public library system. Thank you very much. But after all, Harold Washington wasn't going to get a building built by him by Victoria's Secret, so we had to put it up. He's a great Democrat, and as far as Democrats in lingerie go, he's not the most repulsive by far. In fact, I say he's not the worst mayor in lingerie. I'd much rather see Harold than Lori, wouldn't you? I agree. Uh, Ed in Chicago. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Splendid. Who would you rather see in lingerie, Harold Washington or Lori Lightfoot? Oh, Harold. All right, fair enough. You can you can continue. <laughs> I like that guy. Yeah, why not? Hey, I, got a, I, I came across something yesterday. I wouldn't know if you knew about it. Uh-huh. Um, did you know Barr 
and Epstein. Uh, CIA. No, Barr's dad mm-hmm. hired uh, Epstein to be a teacher. Really? And yeah, and Barr's dad went. Uh, it was really weird. His dad wrote a book or a story, and it was like I do know there's there's a lot of six degrees of separation. But the most fascinating thing about Barr is that uh-huh. as a young man from seventy one to seventy six, he worked at the CIA. Did you know that? I know. Yeah, that's not yeah. good. That doesn't make me sleep good at nights. I I, I actually sent it to your uh, oh. the article. Yes, okay. Was that you? All right, well, thank you, Edford. I appreciate it very much. Yes, yes, yes. It's all very systemic. You know, the corruption in the government, which is the only systemic problem this country really has. I wonder how long they can keep propagandizing the people so that they turn to their abuser. That's going to be the interesting part. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM 560. The answer. AM 560. The answer. Is this <laughs> Titanic? Yeah. Titanic 2, Rich People Zero. I still love that one. Did you see that one? Did you see the one with the, the portal? It had the portal with the faces in there? Good stuff. You have to have fun. Because the reality is, if you focus on how bad things are, whew, you'll really de- be depressed. For instance, those empty buildings just around Chicago. I can't get over the studio. I'm talking office buildings. It's just unbelievable. And then when you go into these cities that are semi-rural, it's really bad. But not according to the Democrats. Here's another expert in her field a female democrat proving once again beauty may be skin deep but ugly is to the bone i believe her middle name is wolf anita dunn some would ask why it isn't translating into more support for joe biden what you're seeing right now, Mika, is people are just starting to really feel the effects of these programs that got put in place the first two years of Joe Biden's. Now, what do you think that this handsome Anita Dunn really is talking about, Squirrel? I think she must be talking about welfare because in that arena, everything has doubled. We now are spending $127 billion, double than just 2019, on food stamps. Is that what this... <sighs> She could sour milk by looking at it. I, where do they get these people? It has to be a side effect of the vaccine. And that's why they're all embracing the transgender. I can't tell the difference anyway. Let's call her Al. Let's call her. I know it's Anita, but for the rest of the show, it's going to be Al Dunn. Presidency. He had a truly historic rate of success when it comes to major economic programs that are building the foundation and the infrastructure for America to lead the world, not just in innovation, but in manufacturing, in the number of jobs we've created, in exports again. People are starting to feel that now. This will keep everybody off of the off of the trail. No one will understand he sold out to the Communist Party. Decades ago. And you see that in every deal that Hunter Biden did in China. These individuals that are sending him money have ties to Chinese intelligence. Unbelievable. We have to take a quick break and then talk to Traitor! Joe, should we just go with that from now on instead of dimwood and diapers? Although I love that one. How about wet socks? Robinette? No? Traitor Joe, like the the grocery store? I know it's traitors. This is traitor. Like a traitor, like a treasonous, like a saboteur, like a rat. Biden is a catastrophe for Michigan and his environmental extremism is heartless and disloyal 
and horrible for the American worker. And you're starting to see it driven. No, 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 no. I see he's got the support of all of those unions that are making more money than they ever made in their lives because they sold out to corruption. They could care less what the workers think. And they always could. Uh, Where are we going to go with here? Let's go with Don and Fox River Grove. Trader Joe, I like that. Hey, speaking of corruption, um, could you whack eloquently or alpine about BlackRock for us? BlackRock is the liaison, the broker of corporatism. They've managed to cut deals on both sides of the duopoly of corruption of our government, and they have at control, we don't even know how much of the people's money, that not only underwrite their schemes, but move way of regulations that normally bound other uh, uh, venture capitalists and other hedge funds. They have, next to Chinese Communist Party, BlackRock has corrupted this government very successfully, and they have a very bright future. They're the new Goldman Sachs. What do you think of that? What do we do about all this stuff, Sean? Put them in prison and put rules up that the people, most of whom are not hedge fund experts, should not have their tax dollars and that of their kids and grandkids and unborn grandkids to bastardize and corrupt the economy today because that's what we've done do you know how 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 people don't even care about this we talk about the polls and the oh gee you mean congratulations 70 percent of the people can now spot somebody with alzheimer's congratulate yay you can all figure out dementia do you know how many people understand the nuances of subsidized corporatism which is what blackrock is blackrock was nothing before they started to collude with the government and they managed to do it better than goldman sachs you don't even hear their name anymore, right? How many times did we bail out that entity and their investments? You know, I'll never forget that. 1994, peso collapses, right? I just start trading it, you know, and, and all of a sudden we, the, the, the peso gets caught. And whoosh. the next day, Bill Clinton, and it, it received very little news. I don't even know if you can find it today. He bailed out the peso in 94. And when asked why, Bill Clinton, in a moment of clarity, said, well, because it's, it's, it's in our best interest to bail out Citibank. But what he didn't say is at that time, Citibank was owned by Prince Blinky. You know, because they married her first cousins, they got all kinds of odd ticks and whatnot. So he's got these, this Blinky problem. His name is Awardi or Rawidi, whatever. That scumbag owned Citibank. And they had a very large stake in the peso. So we bailed out Citibank with the people who all work like you and me. All of the tax dollars who would never bail out Citibank. And that's when you realize... You're helpless when the government has just a few people in corrupt in power who are corrupt. You can't do jack. They're held harmless. You can't sue them. You can't investigate them. They investigate themselves. And the Democrats have a mafia infrastructure that takes up all our bureaucracies. So unfortunately, until we get people to wake up and read the information that is readily out there and then demand something be done. Because right now, 50% of your country still believes they're Democrats. They can't figure out. They're just useful idiots to the mafia. So I can't fix stupid people. And the problem is, Don, stupid people drag the one stupid moron. Look at a family. One degenerate stupid moron will take down five top earners in one family. What do you think happens in a country? Thank you very much, Don. It's depressing. It's demoralizing. But don't get don't get too nervous. We could always vote our way out of this problem, right? Some Georgia residents and software experts are sounding an alarm over a software update underway now in the state's new voting machines. They'll be used next week in early voting. But the question is, will the update do more harm than good? 11 Alive's Doug Richards is checking it out for us tonight. 
The state told us last week that the update was routine, but the sheer scope of the update on each one of the state's 34,000. I got a question, Squirrel. How do you have a software update on something that cannot connect to the Internet? How do you do that, Squirrel? You know how? Uh, Me either. You know who would know? Harry Hursty. He's actually an asset of the Democrat Party, and he started investigating Machines, way back when Al Gore was complaining about it when he was making out with that linebacker he called the wife. It's true. And Harry Hursty, he would, he would figure out something. Or so voting machines is what's raising eyebrows. The biggest update occurred over the last week at Fulton County's voter warehouse in northwest Atlanta. Critics have filed suit to scuttle the voting machines because they say the update is more than Georgia's 159 counties can safely handle. The counties then have to test the voting machines afterward to make sure the new software didn't deliver any surprises to the rest of the programming. Software security researcher Hari Horsty says it puts the entire election at risk. Ah, what does he know? He only built the entire Internet system for, I don't know, Europe. He doesn't know anything. In the meantime, Squirrel, did you know that from a barcode on a ballot, one barcode, just one, you can implant malware that would then give accessibility to hackers around the world? And everyone's worried about Russians. I'm not so much worried about the Russians as I am the Democrats. You see, the Democrats are the ones who are liars and cheats and traitors. The fact is, is that when we had this vote, was it a week ago, it lost the vote to censure Adam Schiff. Mm-hmm. The word is, and I don't know because I'm less forced to speak about what goes on among the Republicans, but the word is Donald Trump forces weighed in and now the vote changed because they're protecting the um, unpatriotic, unscrupulous um, behavior of Donald Trump. Man, you should have saw her in the 80s, though. I know she's just a shadow of herself, and she can't form a sentence, and she's some and some hangover, whether it's Demerol, it's a post-op situation, or it's just the old-fashioned way she used to get high. Nonetheless, Squirrel, in the 80s, Nancy Pelosi could really bring it home. That's why she's their biggest money raiser. That's how she became speaker. That, she could hop up on a table virtually no time at all. Uh, Dave, Northwest Indiana. Yeah, hi. I, thanks for taking my call. I'm calling. I'd like to see a list of some of the uh, extras, uh, homes, boats, RVs that the global warming enthusiasts and the donors uh, and their spouses have. Yeah. So yeah. would I, Dave. So would everybody. You know who doesn't want to see it? The IRS. They don't want to see anything. If those people are campaign contributors to the Democrat Party, well, we now know from this dimwit who's never had a job in his life, and I mean this. Joe Biden has never worked in his life. In 1982, he, he bought his first, but not his last, mansion that used to be owned by the DuPont family. And nobody wants to know anything. He has at least two, two, two estates that are on water. Nobody wants to know anything. Same thing with Barack Obama, who likes big butts and he cannot lie. Barack Obama owns two seaside estates. Why would he do that if the seas are rising? Why would he do that? Because it's a great con, Dave. It's a great lot. You can hide a, virtue. A, Go ahead. If they're paying a couple of cents a gallon in carbon offsets uh, uh, to get carbon neutral, why can't a schmuck just pay a couple of cents a gallon? And, and then uh, instead of like buying electric cars and electric stoves, yeah. and then a planet a lot, the, the whole uh, Dave, the did, carbon do you, problem. Do you ever know anybody who worked in the government, Dave? Do you ever know anybody? 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Did did you did you ever did they ever buy their own gas? You see, Dave, that's an oligarchy. They don't buy their own gas. They don't pay their own bills. Everything's bought and paid for by you and me. And they get to drive around and hide in forest preserves, not the same way Pete Silvestri does, but kind of get to hide and pay in, in forest preserves until the day is over. And they don't pay for anything. And at the time they retire, you know what, Dave? If you put together and worked your ass off your whole life and put $3 million together in a 401k, you don't get the retirement plan they do. This is all a game. And it's theater, Dave. They don't mean a word they say. Everything is a lie. Like, for instance, the Internet. We got the Internet, you stupid son of a dog. Everybody's got it in their pocket. It's called a phone. You can link to anywhere. The market, the free market, already solved that problem. There's towers all over this country. And if need be, there will be more. But the government gets to pretend to be virtuous the whole time stealing it to their cousins. And I don't just specifically mean the Daly family, although it's an interesting portrait if you can get a picture. 312-642-5600. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig and an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM560. You know, it's interesting. We have a lot of um, a lot of calls on the economy and BlackRock. They're having their way with the market. They're pushing this in any direction. They're front-running policies. It's phenomenal. They're making more money than they ever made in their lives. And as for the corrupt money bundlers at the Federal Reserve, well, they just got a big raise in the amount of interest they get paid on lending money to the future, people who never signed up for the, for the loan. The American people have seen the huge successes. They're just starting to feel them, but they really need to understand why. Why is it that Joe Biden feels so strongly about transforming this economy so it works for the middle class? I know why he feels so strongly, because when when your crotch is wet, your uh, nerves are more tingly. That's why he feels so, so because she's the diaper. He's not getting changed regularly. Has anyone seen Jill? Do you think she carries the talcum powder in her purse so they have a Secret Service agent for that? Jim and Lyle. Hey, Sean, I uh, heard somebody calling earlier about BlackRock and you giving your uh, opining and yep. you're always correct. But I just saw something yesterday that Larry Fink is now backing away from ESG policies and he's realizing that uh, he got his ass handed to him by DeSantis for what he's enacted in Florida. What is that all about? Is, is, DeSantis really pulled all that? the pensions from BlackRock. Anything they're invested in, he pulled. And he was concerned that that would catch wind because, you know, Ron DeSantis gets the headline, but there are 21 states in this country that operate in the same fashion and have the same principles of Americanism. And what they're really worried about is that the people will get the attention. Not to mention we have tape after tape, not just from OMG News, but from other outlets that corroborate the fact that Larry Fink is in bed with the Chinese Communist Party. He worked hand in glove to both enrich them and send major parts of our economy to foreign lands. Larry Fink has not only mastered this, but is the architect in some cases. Right now, they're just spinning. They're not you know, who's spinning? What do you got, your wheels on? Oh, you got to tighten the lug nuts. If you don't want the wheels to spin, uh, well, you know, tighten the lug nuts. What I was going to tell you is, well, is, was, is there any more person aptly named than Larry Fink, by the way? Oh, you tell me. That's what I said about God. He looks like Charlton Heston. 
but he has the sense of humor of Don Rickles, and I'm having a good time. And that's how you got to start to look at it, because this is freaking funny. What do you think the big guy says? Really? Right here. All right, I give you man and woman and all the blessings, and here we go. Here's this dummy. Throughout my career, I have focused on the intersection between medical... Now, I'm not even a very religious. You know that. I, I, I'm not, I don't stoke up a religion squirrel. You know that. But I could tell you for sure. Odin, God, Yahweh, whatever you prefer. This makes him chuckle. Because if it would made him mad, well, and he'd destroy America. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, Rich, Indiana Park. Hey, Sean. How you doing? How was the weekend? Good, good. I'm losing track of time, though. I keep going long. What's up? Okay. Uh, what I wanted to say is this uh, LGBT... Uh, Pride Month, I think they should get rid of it because they're nothing but a self-serving, disrespectful hate group. You mean like everybody uh, who wants a month? You mean like everything yeah, that wants a month? See, you have no, to feel special. You have to buy votes. You have to corrupt the system. So let's have a month. I don't know. I'm kind of having fun. It's very festive. And I finally figured out, Rich, I finally figured out where that stink at O'Hare comes from. I saw the twerking yesterday. 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a my next guest is a celebrated, very successful author, best-selling author, and a contributor to eight political books. His new book, which will be out tomorrow, is called The Hunter Elite, Inside America's Secret Force Against Terror. His name is Leon Wagner. Leon, thank you so much for making time for me. How are you? Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm interested in your perspective. And I'll tell you why. I, I'm, I'm familiar with the books you worked on. I am not familiar with this series. Explain what this series is to me, please. Oh, I mean, your new book, excuse me, not series. The, the new book, yeah. Um, well, it's, it's about uh, two people, a, a man and a woman, uh, who get, get married early in the book, uh, and they join, he joins the uh, Army Rangers. Okay. And... Um, she goes to school and gets advanced degrees in biological, uh, micro, and uh, oh uh, radiology. And because her, her the, the two the two of them, uh, they're codenamed Ranger and Laredo. Uh, both were army brats and uh, wanted to join the army and knew they were, they, that was what was going to happen. Uh, it, uh, Laredo said to me that um, you know most girls uh, when when she was growing up wanted to dress up to be a princess, and she wanted to dress up and be a soldier. So this and, is not uh, fiction. I thought this was fiction. Oh no, no, no! This is this is a, a fact. Oh, I love this. this. Is all the details. Yeah, yeah. All right, wonderful. And um, so they uh, became first. Um, you know, he in in the uh, army in Pakistan and in Afghanistan and Syria, uh, he fought and, um, he would, you know, had intelligence coming in that, uh, for example, ISIS or Taliban, uh, had a, a stronghold in, in some place. Now, theoretically, he wasn't allowed to go in, in into Pakistan. It's 
it was just like we weren't supposed to go in and kill Osama bin Laden. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he he did it anyway, and um, it built up quite a reputation uh, for you know his, his elite uh, group of, uh, uh, of of rangers, um, and they they would go and they would they would beat up on on the Taliban really badly, mm-hmm. and um, and then he'd he'd make his way back. And um, and he got away with it time after time after time. So naturally, uh, they declared our fatwa, you know, against him, sure. meaning that um, if you kill him, you know, you'll get a major reward. Uh, it, it's like the old West uh, wanted dead or alive. I mean, that's basically what they what yeah. they put out on him. And um, he was very successful. And, and then I came back to America where he joined the, the Secret Service and. Not the Secret Service, uh, the, the guys in black suits and uh, and dark glasses on. Uh, th- this is uh, people who were all uh, recruited from uh, either the Army Rangers, the Green Berets, mm-hmm. um, the uh, other elite elite groups, and um, he, he did that for years. And um, the two of them were. Uh, a, a, you know, a, a great couple as they worked together. And uh, he would, he found, for example, at one point that in one of the raids he did in Pakistan, that the Taliban had had built up a, a laboratory in, in which they were going to make uh, some in, in incredible uh, drugs, um, ricin, for example, mm-hmm. uh, for which there's no cure. And, um, uh, and other other equally dastardly uh, drugs. So uh, they broke in and um, uh, had had helicopter flying over and and firing into it. And uh, they they killed most of the the Taliban. But so when when they got got in, uh, he discovered that it was a lab. And you know, so it's kind of rare to find a, a, a chemical lab out in the middle of the desert. Yeah, you would think so, right? So, yeah, exactly. So um, he got in touch with with his wife's. Uh, she was at the Aberdeen Army Proving Grounds, uh, you know, working on uh, disarming the kind of chemicals and and biologicals that that were people. Terrorists from all over the world, basically, were working on. Yeah, and uh, so she flew over uh, to to Afghanistan to Bagram Air Force Base, and uh, they they took a, a group of his men and they went down and uh, she went inside, you know, dressed with with a uh, uh, hazmat suit, a complete hazmat suit, and it turned out, in, indeed, it was. Uh, it, it was it was a ricin lab, wow. and um, you know, which uh, she uh, even she as, as much experience she's had with drugs like this, uh, you know, did did sort of a freak out. Mm-hmm. And at one point, she um, wa- walked into a nail that was hanging out of, of a wall that she couldn't oh, see. Punctured her suit, and it punctured her her, her outfit. So. Um, she, uh, you know, continued outside and uh, took off her, her hazmat uniform and, and suit, rather, and uh, and took off all her clothes, uh, you know, 
And she said to me later, she said, you know, these these uh, rangers are badasses, but um, they're, they're gentlemen. And she said they, they all did an about face. A <laughs> oh, little decency in the middle of an indecent world. You know, Leon, it's your exactly. perspective I'm interested in for a little bit. And I'm, I'm going to tell you what I mean by this. Yeah. I am aware of the books that you contributed for, uh, the books on the Clintons and the Obamas and the Amateur and the Truth About Hillary and the Blood Feud and the rest of it. But it's interesting, your story, because your mother was political, too, right? Yes. Yes, she was. And your father, a World War II vet, right? Yes. Yeah. It landed D-Day. And you know what's interesting, Leon? I'm, I'm a little younger than you, but not much. But it's interesting to see what's happened in America today. And as we're going through the foreign policy, I am so suspicious of my government, and I have never been more, how they have lied to us time in and time out, and how they have betrayed, in some instances, the warriors that you write about. And when you think about the conflicts, and you, you, know, you said something interesting, he fought in Syria. That's not something anybody wants to admit to, right? We fight in Syria, we fight in Yemen, we fight in Africa. And you realize... What's going on? I'm wondering, what is your position on American foreign policy? And I'm taking out the fact that the Pentagon has lost $6 trillion in 20 years. admits they lost it. They can't find it. What is your position on it? Because I can't help but notice, we seem to enrich these guys that we kill 20 years earlier or later. I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me. And I'm curious to know what your thought is, as you've written on the ridiculousness of so many people in our, in our government. What do you think of the overall foreign policy of America? Well, I think it's 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 terrible. It, 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 it couldn't very much be worse. I mean, the <laughs> the exit from uh, the, the Joe Biden uh, did uh, was was disgraceful. And, and I mean, it, it uh, I, I felt like crying. I felt like putting my fist through the wall, you yeah. know, the whole range of emotions. And how dare you do that? And I mean, the fact is that, th- that this book, um, you know, is about people who say served bravely there and gave it their all and um, they get nothing for it. You know, it's, it, it. and the American people, they buy the pitch by pathological liars, guys that lie to us on a regular basis about everything. And they sell us this, this, they sell us a lot of support for a lot of the foreign policy. And at the end of the day, it seems to be money is lost and lives are lost. And, I've never seen something when you go back to like the era of your parents and the integrity in foreign policy and how the what, the boom in America was because after World War II, we never thought we'd have to fight anything again. We thought we had we had eliminated the threat to mankind and we had evolved in the intellectual aspect so that we could not go to war and have that much death and mayhem again. Yet it seems to me we've never been closer to another world war. I'm wondering how you feel about that, and if, in your opinion, when you have profiteering by failed policies, because the reality is there's a lot of money that we can't account for. Six trillion dollars, our own Pentagon. That 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 is astonishing to me, and I don't hear anybody demand for any accounting. So what what's to disincentivize the war? And, and I'm thinking about your heroes in the story, and all that he risked his life for, all that he did for his country, compromising with his own morality and the rest of it. And you just walk away and you enrich these people he was fighting and you'd right. have no explanation and a guarantee to send his kids. You're probably going to send this couple's kids. And it's just mm-hmm. it's just it's it's a merry-go-round of insanity and stupidity and waste, fraud and abuse. We have to end that. I'm curious to know what your feeling is on it. 
I, I agree completely. I mean, we, we, we've got to get a president that knows how to be president. I mean, we've, we get somebody who's there's maybe no more Ikes around, but somebody like him, uh, you know, that has that kind of uh, vision and, and strength and, and uh, the knowledge uh, of war and the love know? of peace. Yes, exactly. You know, it's interesting because I, I, there are so many reasons I could argue on, on specificity of, of specific issues with Trump, really. But the one thing I loved about him was his foreign policy. I did but I because he, he, he always started off with, why have any innocent killing? And I'm reminded of, of the bipartisan mayhem we've seen. And then I just did a, a golf outing for the radio station and Tunnel to Towers Foundation, which is the best organization in this country, they pick off. They pick up where the government leaves oh, yeah. off. These guys, you know, and it's. I, I, I send the money regularly. And you know what's amazing, Leon? Only a few people want to even discuss it. And I'm wondering what the the guys who came back fine, except for the mental scars, came back and and, and what they really think about the actions. Did 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 they give you any indication of what he felt of of our foreign policy? Rage. Rage was was the word, uh, you know. But both of them, it, 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 as you know, it, they're both of their fathers are generals, and um, you know they they grew up on army bases and uh, with the kind of respect for for the armed forces that uh, they should have had and they did have. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I think it's disgraceful, and I mean the fact that we left all that equipment at Bagram Air Force Base. Uh, billions of dollars. You know, Leon, how could it not be intentional, Leon? How could it not be? This is not a mistake. It's not logistics. You know, we find out day after day just how corrupt these upper echelon political whores are. And you realize the Communist Party is giving tens of millions of dollars to not just Joe Biden, but to senators and to congressmen, all of whom are the decision makers. And they build it on the backs of these warriors and they wave them in front of us to blindfold us with our own flag, and they rob us blind. Sooner or later, these military guys are going to have to say enough is enough, and I, I have to think we're close to that. I'm curious to know what you, what, what you received from him. Are, are, there, are the soldiers themselves just sick and tired of this? They're not stupid guys. They couldn't be more outraged and, and more sickened, and, uh, you know, just... Um I don't know how, how how to fight back at this point because they don't. There's not a a, a Trump, if you will, um, who, who's really stepping up and, and you know carrying the the sword. Um, it's going to take somebody from outside the government, I think, to have the courage to stand up to the government that uh, has profited immensely to the tunes, uh, uh, the tune of trillions and trillions of dollars. But I'm reading your book, the Clinton or your your past books that you contributed on the eight political, the Clintons, the Obamas, the amateur. And the, it's amazing being from Chicago. Chicago is the nucleus of American Marxist mafia, is it not? Yes, it is. I mean, really, they all, this is where they learn how to steal. That's right. Yeah. And, and, and I'm wondering why people would ever even right. vote for a Democrat again. It's a mafia that would make the Daily Family blush, the Madigans. They just take the schemes and they bring them on a national level, right? That's right. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, and it, it's, it's only going to get worse, I think. And, and God help us, if, if Biden gets reelected, I mean... I don't think he was elected in the first place, but I'm waiting for your I next book. Was, yeah, I, I agree with you. Of course not. But... 
Ranger, you know, says that um, he uh, is, is still very, very close to a lot of his troops that he served with. Yeah. And, you know, he, he said it's, it's just like we're, you know, every time we meet, we almost feel like we're at a funeral because it's a funeral for what we believed in. You're and burying principles. And what we bled for. You buried our principles, yeah. and that's because Joe Biden is a clear asset of enemies foreign domestic. But what isn't and what is patriotism is people that are willing to stand up to it, write about it, and fight back against it, both your hero and you. I want to thank you for writing the book. I can't wait to read it. The new book is The Hunter Elite, Inside America's Secret Force Against Terror. His name is Leon Wagner. Thank you so much, Leon, for joining me. I truly appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Take well, care. You too. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. U.S. intelligence community has found no direct evidence of a biosafety incident or pre-pandemic presence of the virus caused it. COVID-19. Well, that's over with. Now we can all stop thinking that the government invested. We could all turn our eyes from the NIH Eco Health Alliance. And we can also turn our uh, our eyes from the fact that Pfizer has already been found guilty of lying to the American people and paid the largest, the largest settlement. Who gets the money from the settlement squirrel? You know, when uh, when uh, Big Pharma lies and says Oxycontin, you'll be fine. You don't worry about it. And it leads to the deaths of millions and millions of Americans. In the, in the mayhem of, of tens of millions of families, who pays for that? Pfizer, which makes those drugs, will plead guilty to one criminal count stemming from the improper promotion of Bextra, and they'll pay a $1.3 billion penalty. Uh, overall, that drug settlement, as you see there, $2.3 billion. Now, they had to recover from that. Good thing for them. They had a research and development lab. You would not believe where, Squirrel. You wouldn't believe it. It's true. It's in Wuhan, China. And now, thank goodness for the American news, the same American news that does not have one reporter in the most corrupt country in all of Europe and the only one to sympathize and celebrate a Nazi by the name of Stefan Bandera. A uh, good thing they have now determined the U.S. Intelligence Committee has found no direct evidence between a research lab and the fact that your American principles have been stolen from you over the last three years. It brought to you by Pfizer. Not yet, Squirrel. Show a little decorum, will you, please? Another question for you. The NIH continues to refuse to voluntarily divulge the names of scientists who receive royalties and from which companies. Over the period of time from 2010 to 2016, 27,000 royalty payments were paid to 1,800 NIH employees. We know that not because you told us, but because we forced you to tell us through the Freedom of Information Act. Over $193 million was given. The timing of the workers' illness in the Wuhan lab neither supports nor refutes either hypothesis of the pandemic's origins because the researchers' symptoms could have been caused by a number of other related illnesses. This is after the American media investigates. That's so interesting. What happened when we used to have a decent decent government in this country and the people would often speak uh you know uh, of what they thought you know like even a guy like robert redfield based on my initial analysis of the data i came to believe and i still believe today 
that it indicates that COVID-19 more likely was the result of an accidental lab leak than a result of a natural spillover event. This conclusion is based primarily on the biology of the virus itself, including the rapid high infectivity for human-to-human transmission, which would then predict rapid evolution of new variants, as well as a number of other important factors, which also include the unusual actions in and around Wuhan. Wuhan in the fall of 2019. Hmm. Wuhan, biolabs. And then there's another link that I find very troubling. Here are the undeniable facts. There are 25 to 30 U.S. funded biolabs in Ukraine. According to the U.S. government, these biolabs are conducting research on dangerous pathogens. Why would there be 25 to 30 in Ukraine? None of it makes any sense to me. Even to these 18 employee, 1,800 employees, can you tell me that you have not received a royalty from any entity that you ever oversaw the distribution of money in research grants? Um, well, first of all, let's talk about royalties. That's the question. No, that's- I don't want to talk about royalties. I want to know if you were bribed. Hey, you with the pickle on your face, you pretending as a nose. Hey, whore. You've been wrong about everything. I just want to know if you've been bribed. And then I want to know why we have 25 to 30 biolabs in Ukraine. Ukraine is in an active war zone with widespread bombing, artillery and shelling. And these facilities, even in the best of circumstances, could easily be compromised and release these deadly pathogens. How did they build the facilities? I mean, after all, Ukraine was an economic desert, their entire economy could be bought off by the money J.B. Pritzker stole from PPP alone. Ah, where did they get the money? Who built the labs? Were their loans taken out and were there guarantees in the loans? Set up a foundation in Ukraine before Ukraine became independent of uh, Russia. Um, and the foundation has been uh, functioning ever since. There's one. You know the nice thing about all of these allegations I make? History, time in and time out, proves me right. Every allegation of corruption when it comes to a Democrat has been proven right. What happens when they really do get caught with their hand in the cookie jar? Well, just like where they perfected the political mafia, this is what will happen. He was long known as the second most powerful man in the Illinois House. And now Tim Mapes has been indicted for lying to a federal grand jury. The surprise twist, Mapes allegedly lied and obstructed justice after he was granted immunity from prosecution. Our politi- That's what I love about a Chicago Democrat. You were given immunity. You still lie. Because anytime your mouth is open, you lying rats, it's all you know how to do. Editor Mike Flannery has more. Prosecutors clearly wanted Tim Mapes to help their sweeping corruption investigation, one that has already forced Mike Madigan to resign, and the utility giant Exelon ComEd to pay $200 million for bribing members of Madigan's inner circle. Who gets that money? All right, they paid it to one. Who gets the money? The very government that corrupted it. Oh, don't worry, you got $5 off on your bill. Well, the good thing is the Illinois Democrats approved the rate increase. Of $15. Have you had enough or are you thirsty for more? Keep voting, Democrats, and you'll get what you want. This little short-in-the-pants Irish yard gnome, Mike Madigan and his mafia, they'll never see a day. We should not attribute this to a few bad actors. We should instead be a little more reflective and say, how, do we, how have we allowed this culture to continue in Springfield and what can we do to stop it? 
Then House Speaker Madigan dumped Mapes as his chief of staff three years ago. A female clerk had accused Mapes of sexual harassment. Oh, so what? Have you taken a look at this, Mapes? You want to talk? He's not ugly. He's fugly. And uh, and that's how the Democrats get their job. That's the game, baby. It's one giant cesspool of ill. She also claimed Mapes verbally abused many of his staff. While Madigan has not been charged with any wrongdoing, today's indictment says he's a target of the investigation. FBI agents secretly recorded hundreds of conversations involving Madigan's inner circle, apparently including conversations today's indictment says Mape lied about to the grand jury. But not Mike Madigan. You see, like a good mafia member, he never even owned a cell phone. You'll never get him on anything and he'll never go to court. Even Viagra Pockets. Ed Burke, he's not going to go for another year, right? Good thing for him. Good thing for all the people in lockup, because your quality and your standards of decency would go down with that short-in-the-pants gangster. Steve, Arlington Heights. How you doing, Sean? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. It's, it's kind of it's interesting to learn that since they increased the, the um, tax on burials and cremations by double... The body count going up is a good thing, that is what they think, but I'm afraid it's going to backfire on them because now all the already dead voters are going to be all mad and maybe vote differently. See, now I have a liaison into this world. Are you telling me, Steve, are you breaking, I don't know, maybe I missed it over the weekend. I was doing a lot of driving looking at other depressed areas. Are you telling me that Illinois has doubled the taxes on burials and cremations? Yeah, it was just in Nikki's report three minutes ago that starting July 1st, it's going from 50 bucks to 100 bucks. Ah, they got to get you coming and going, this sewer of corruption. Yeah. All right, Steve, yeah. thank you very yeah, much. Yeah. I appreciate it. Doubling the taxes. How's the property taxes? Was it based on the value of property? Not in the sewer of corruption. Where do they cut these deals? Somebody check a forest preserve. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Listen, you cannot share that with me during the commercial break. So apparently there's a... uh, Is it what... Is it, he's not a man. He's a man who... uh, He was a man. He was married to a woman. Say it to me. Still is married to a woman who just for the Pride Parade transgendered to be somebody's girlfriend? He dresses like that every day. <sighs> Things could be worse. You know, honey, buddy, stop showing me that stuff on social media. <laughs> New York City. <laughs> and that's why people are fleeing New York. As if it was Chicago. They're fleeing Chicago, too, and they're fleeing California. I'm starting to see some of a trend there. But this all has to be very strategic. And let me just say this. One thing I am is strategic. Mm-hmm. And when I'm strategic, you have to know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. I have no idea what goes on in their caucus. But I do know one thing. In January of 2025, Hakeem Jeffries will be Speaker of the House. Um, no. I'm going to tell you what, she's probably right. They've gerrymandered all these ghetto states where the Democrats are in control of the state. That's why, look, 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 look. Here, let's, let's, let's get done fighting. 
You guys could teach all of this perversion that destroys everywhere and all the rest of it. Just go our own way. I mean, you don't need us, right? Oh, you need our money. Why? Because you're bust-outs. So then officially change the name to Bust Out Lives Matter. Go ahead. We actually do have an ideological frame. Um, myself and Alicia in particular are trained organizers. Um, we uh, are trained Marxists. That's what I mean, Squirrel. You think the money trail to this dimwit in diapers? Traitor Joe? You think the money trail is going to wake any of these morons up? It's not. They're happy. They like it. This is their upper echelon of oligarchs. They like it just the way it is. Thank you, please. Thank you. Although I like the fact Joe Manchin's standing all this time. He's a friend. Hi, Jojo. How are you, pal? And that's right. Joe Manchin, Joe Biden, and may he burn in hell for a thousand millenniums, the Klansman, Robert Byrd. All pictured, very famous picture in the back of a convertible, waving to the suckers who vote for him. Just for what? A little walking around money. Oh, how life isn't bad. They just doubled the welfare. Well, that's not good enough for me. How about you, Craig? Mount Greenwood? Sean, thank you so much for staying on top of all these things that are going on. And nobody on these other, uh, you know, on the news and everything, you don't hear about it. You, you, you hit all the different things. that has to I like alive. kicking these rats in the face. It's more attractive than most of their crotches, judging from the pride parade. Go ahead. All right. Hey, you uh, brought up that phone uh, earlier, and here's my question. Now, normally, the, the, the crook on the street will go and get a little uh, a burner, burner phone from yeah. Yeah, burn phone from the Kmart or something like that. I'll bet you this is Kmart. deeper. Do, do well, there's a guy showing his age. Kmart went out of business decades ago. Let's do Walmart, but okay, you go ahead. <laughs> You're sharper than the tax tonight, right, brother. Go ahead. Now, listen. Who the heck set up that account? Where'd this phone come from? And what we got to get more details on this phone that he had because one of the whores from the crack smoker, one of his assistants, like at the Madigan Mafia. You can be an assistant too. Just kiss my nipple. Go ahead. That seems to be well. That's how Kamala Harris got the job. Go ahead. But I want to know, is it a Chinese company or something like that? Because I'm betting <laughs> came from Dude, the Democrat company. Party is a Chinese company, Craig. Haven't you been paying attention? America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot, him, uh, foot, foot excuse me, in the foothills of the Himalayas. Oh, boy. Xi Jinping. You think he kissed Xi Jinping's nipple? I say he did. What are you doing in the foothills of the Himalayas? You got nothing to do, you nipple kisser. Hey, traveling with them. Unless we travel 17,000 miles when I was vice president. I yeah. don't know that for a fact. When it comes to kissing nipples, nobody. We did it, Joe. There she is. You're going to be the next president of the United States. <laughs> All right, now clean up your ex, squirrel. You got your mind in your gutter. I mean, I know it's Pride Month and you spend an entire weekend watching freaks with their nipples out. But clean it up a little bit. It's a family show. Oh, it's after five? All right, you're right. It's after five. Three one two six four two. 5,600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me. drive the country what you see in these democrat areas has spread it's called feudalism it's called failure 
And to watch these idiots from Mount High pretend that it's succeeding means that they want to run cover for a collapsing economy. And we have the data to prove it. We have uh, the numbers to show that his economic policy has indeed worked. The economic policy of government corruption into very specific sectors that are friendly promise to kick back. You know, the uh, Chicago Democrat economy, that is thriving. But the real economy is wallowing. Not only that, people seem to be addicted to drugs at a rapid pace. Uh, E.J. Antoni understands this in numerous ways. But more importantly, the banking sector of our economy. What, what the hell is going on? We have fewer banks than we've ever had. We've got more collusion, more corruption. I mean, is this a cartel of corruption or do we have American banking the way I remember it? AJ. John, uh, Sean, I, I, think that's, I think that's pretty spot on. You know, you, you look around at, at everything that's going on in the banking sector and you look at what Janet Yellen, I know she's your favorite, so Ma- please you know, try, yeah. to, try to contain yourself. Right. Yeah. But, you know, Janet Yellen is now saying we probably need more consolidation in the banking sector, probably because she doesn't like getting four or five different checks and political contributions. She would like there to be just one bank. She wants so just she one. Get yeah. One check. Oh, my God, EJ. I can't believe this is happening. However, I remember in the collapse of 08 when the idiot had to break the rules of capitalism in order to save it. And in, in other words, bastardize it forever. You saw the, the, the banking sector become a cartel as good banks were just swept up. With the, and punished from the actions of bad banks, and bad banks thrived. I mean, that was the beginning, right? The Dodd-Frank, where it was written by Citibank, who was a main culprit in the corruption of, of our banking sector. So wasn't this the, the natural destination of a corrupt government colluding with, with a few bad actors to destroy competition? And I think that's right, and arguably that's how we got the entire Federal Reserve System over 100 years ago. But, you know, what? what's really interesting, I think, is that I actually brought a proposal that I wrote recently to one of the major banks. I can't say who, but it's one of the top five biggest banks in the country, and I, I offered them this proposal. And I, to my surprise, they were excited about it. Because it would get rid of FDIC. In other words, they wouldn't have to continue paying for all of the banks that fail. And so I'm actually kind of hopeful that there might be some appetite for reform in this country. Do people, are are people even aware of the small, old fashioned community banks that we, you guys my age, you know, took for granted? How many of them were wiped out and never had bad loans? Are people aware? of the culmination of corruption and the cartel process that banks have been thrown into since uh, George Bush had to break the rules of, of, of capitalism in order to save it? Or, or, or are they just stupefied? Oh, no, no. Stupefied, I, I think, is being generous here, Sean. You know, people have absolutely no idea what's going on, what's going on right under their noses, right before their eyes. And again, you, you look at what's going on in the banking sector right now, the, the mass consolidation that we have seen and that we continue to see, you know, as, as the FDIC and the Treasury, for example, waive the, the statutory rules that allow J.P. Morgan to swallow up yet another bank. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's and, unbelievable. And no one seems to be aware. And they just had a settlement. 
right? They just had a settlement for, for, for bulldung and skullduggery and, and all nonsense. They make a settlement, and then they give a wink and a nod, and the government says, ah, go ahead, buy up more of your competition. I mean, this is unfracking believable And I'm looking at these good guys. Uh, for instance, Signature Bank was at the golf outing, Kevin Bastuda. My bank, where I bank, pant. Yeah, I don't even want to get him in trouble. Uh, Kevin is willing to take the heat. He has right here, and we are in the Signature Bank studio. So he's just said, ah, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna do all I can to fight for independence and freedom." What does a guy like that do? Do the people understand how regulation is being used as a weapon to not only bankrupt him but force him into kind of compliance that J.P. Morgan's of the world and Citibanks and those oligarch banks never have to abide by? Do they understand how the government is using its bureaucracy as a weapon against any competition to the government-selected banks that kick back profit to the government? No, Sean, it's, it's the exact opposite of understanding. Instead, they think regulation is there to help the little guy, not punish the little guy, which, yeah. is, which is what these banking rules actually do. It's exactly as you just described. It causes small banks who don't have uh, the profit margins that the large ones do to be unable to afford all of the compliance costs that go along with these onerous and, frankly, useless regulations. And, and just an example of how, of how useless these, these rules and regulations are, you know, the, the stress testing by the Federal Reserve, which was not done in the case of SVB, but even if it had been done, SVB would have passed with a better grade than any of the major banks in the country, even though the major banks were much better capitalized. Why? Because the Federal Reserve, in their severely adverse test, had interest rates going down, even as the Fed themselves knew they were going to raise rates. I mean, you cannot get more bass backwards than that. Oh, I like that. So let me let me understand this. They were they were lying in order to get higher ratings for banks than they should have gotten, which is the which is collusion. But more importantly, why didn't the banks know when every other Tom Dick and Harry knew that the Federal Reserve was going to raise rates or were they just in on the profit scheme of selling debt or selling bonds at inflated rates? How did it work? Explain it for the for the novice guy. So banks will will do all kinds of hedging so that if interest rates go up or if interest rates go down, they right. can be protected. They have a they have a very diverse uh, uh, clientele. In other words, the people they're loaning money to, it's not just one type of loan. It's not just one group of people, right? Yeah. And if you're talking about depositors, those depositors are not all subject. And needing their their deposits at the same time because, as you and I know, federal uh, uh, fractional reserve banking is fraudulent because banks don't have your deposits even though they promise they do. So, in the case of like an SVB, they did none of that. In fact, they actually sold off their financial instruments, which would have protected the bank from interest rates going up, and they sold them when they were at their peak value. And so they knew what they were doing, and they knew they were going to get bailed out. And that sale is why the upper echelon is entitled to their bonuses, because it's based on the profit they made at that sale. And that's their argument against giving themselves bonuses and a week later closing the bank, correct? 
A hundred percent. And we can go back to, to 2009 and look at that disaster and you find the exact same thing. You find these, these financial firms that went under, investors lost millions, in fact, billions in aggregate. And what happened? The CEOs and other people in the boardrooms made out like bandits. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something that I could only do with you as a guest. All right. That is how they, they, they qualified for bonuses. That's how the individual players made tens of millions of dollars. And they knew this because the president of their bank was an ex-head of the San Francisco Fed. But they did it and they took advantage of the market at the time and they cashed out. I want to play something for you in the audience. Look, when it comes to the deficit, this is a president, and he's shown this by his action on how much he takes lowering the deficit, decreasing the deficit, uh, makes that a priority. We've seen that in a record number, $1.7 trillion uh, in, in the first two years. That is something because of the, what the president has put forward in his economic policies, he's been able to do that. And- now, this is even more diabolical because this is accounting for receipts that were already turned in on the Trump economy. The receipts that have been setting records, right? It's called revenue to the government. It takes that number and it takes a calculation of future taxes that have not passed but are proposed in the Biden budget. And it spreads it out over 10 years and it calculates a continued grow of revenue based on Trump tax plan. But it also takes into controlled revenue based on promises of new taxation under the dimwood and diapers. And this is the trick that allows them to say we have the numbers. It's literally an accounting fraud built on the future revenue based on the past accomplishments of Trump, correct? Sean, 100%. And and just to put in perspective how much Biden is lying, yeah, I'm going to go that far. He is lying about the deficit, and so are all of his surrogates and sycophants here. If you took... The twenty and the spending from 2021, and if Biden had simply just allowed all the COVID stuff to just lapse and didn't do any additional spending on top of it, you would have actually had a surplus that year. Can you believe that? We would have had a surplus. We would have actually started paying down the national debt, and we would still have a surplus today, except Biden just won't stop the spending, and he won't stop the lying either. So under this logic, under this dimwit press secretary, why should any of the heads of SVB Bank give back one dollar of their of their bonus? And why should any of them even subject themselves to questioning where what they did was actually capitalize on profit that they were aware the platform was changing, but they still profited? Not a one of them did a mathematical accounting trick like the Democrat mafia and our government does to us when they pretend that he has a a, a deficit reduction. In other words, the people who should go to jail are the senators, Congress, and the president who lie knowingly to the people where at least the bankers, they did profit, correct? Oh, Sean, 100%. But, you know, while we're on the topic of irony here, I mean, where is Kamala Harris? She spent how many years when she was in California putting black men in jail for exactly the same things that Hunter Biden did? And somehow she is nowhere to be found now that all of the facts have come up about the Hunter Biden uh, accusations. Well, I don't know if you saw last week, she wasn't black anymore. She's an Indian back then and doing the Indian wisdom for the uh, prime minister of India's trip in the America. But the point is, 
The fact is a fact. And what we have here is a story by the by the Biden administration, the story of deficit reduction. The numbers are quite different. The revenue is even worse than ever projected. In fact, taxation from corporations is at a 30-year low when you compare it to, to the forecast. Businesses are closing. I just did a trip out to Nebraska there and back, and I stopped just to specifically look at businesses closed. And it, it is a mirror image of the Chicagoland area where you have vacant office buildings, vacant storefronts. What are the real numbers? And, and by the way, we run in arrears. Can we even get the real-time numbers to revenue into the government and the spend that, in a bipartisan way, they just agreed to spend more money than ever imagined by any American citizen in the last hundred years? Do we know what the real-time data is on how bad things are right now? Well, Sean, what we know is going by the latest data from the, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, they just came out with a report that showed Illinois was the third worst state in terms of losing businesses to other states. And in fact, if you if you account for population differences, Illinois is the second worst behind only New York, where, where liberals have been in charge for just as long as they have been in, in, in Chicago and Springfield. You know, but, but furthermore, in, in terms of the debt, and, and the deficit here and, and taxation and revenues dropping, you know, Biden was the one who told us that the wealthy and big corporations were finally going to start paying their fair share with the Inflation Reduction Act and all of the other tax increases he put in place. And remember, there was this, uh, it's basically an alternative minimum tax for corporations that was put in place. Well, what's happened to corporate tax revenue? It's gone down, yeah. not up. In other words, more tax burden is going gonna, is gonna to fall on, on the middle class not on the, the, the wealthy fat cats who are the Democrat donors who are always going to have loopholes put in there by the Democrats so that the donors can avoid ta- can avoid paying taxes. You know, it's funny. After they signed the debt ceiling deal on the U.S. national debt, it almost instantaneously had a half a trillion dollars added to it. The calculations that we have are really based on revenue, but also a theory of revenue. And when you funge it out with the spend, has the deficit grown or has it closed? Oh, no, the, the deficit's widening. I mean, my goodness, the, if you look at uh, uh, the entire last fiscal year, the first six months of the current fiscal year, the deficit was almost as big as the entire previous fiscal year was. I mean, we are just going to start blowing these numbers out of the yeah. water here. And that, that's not a good thing. Like, these are not good records we're setting here. By the end of the year, there's a very good chance interest on the debt is going to exceed Medicare spending. I mean, this is the definition of unsustainable. No, and in fact, you know, when you look at just the student loan debt, a trillion, $1.2 trillion of that debt has been added since Barack Obama nationalized the student loan debt. But there's another trick I want to expose in the short time I have you. The U.S. debt held by foreign countries, in a percentage, it's more than doubled uh, since Joe Biden has taken office. Do we know that the countries that supposedly own our debt are not subsidized by us? That's the real financial trick I think needs to be exposed and explained to the people. You see, it looks to me like we do what, we, what we've done in, in corrupt countries like Ukraine. We loan guarantee countries that buy our debt, in essence hiding $7.2 trillion more of our national debt that we own. Is that not true? Sean, uh, again, 
here. And how many times do, do we do all kinds of boondoggles around the world in the name of, of so-called foreign aid and infrastructure development in the third world? And at the end of the day, that, those are all just bailouts to our own Treasury Department, uh, again, to the donor class and to the big banks who have made loans that can never be paid back, and whether that's to a foreign government or our own. Well, the real shame of it is the American people are not entitled by their overlord's decision to even know that. Because if you really factored in the fact that we are paying countries to act as a straw horse in owning our debt, our debt would go from $32.1 trillion and you add the $7.2 trillion that we pay other countries to pretend to own. And now you're looking at a, at a national debt that the American people own of $40 trillion. And even even these Marxist liars can't put lipstick on that pig. Don't you think we should at least lobby for the fact to know how much of the foreign countries that pretend to own our debt are subsidized by us? Because that, to me, is a scandal that needs to be broken. Oh, well, Sean, you know, we, we may not have to lobby very much because if de-dollarization continues on the track that it's on right now, people around the world, no matter how much we subsidize them, are going to start dumping our dollars and dumping dollar-denominated debt. They're not going to want to hold U.S. Treasuries, no, no matter how much we're, we're willing to cut them in on the take for. And so when that happens, I mean, think of 70 years' worth of deficits all pouring home at once. You're talking of, well, I mean, it, it's not an exaggeration to say hyperinflation at that point. This is Weimar Germany kind of stuff we're, we're talking about, and it could be in the near future. And once again, Biden you and I are, are vindicated. Meddling. Once again, our predictions are vindicated, sadly, by a reality of scallywags. That's why I never ask a Democrat or a communist what he thinks about investing. In the meantime, who I do ask is E.J. Antoni and the good people at Heritage Foundation. I want to thank you for your your recent articles. You have been on fire, kid, and I appreciate what you and the people at Heritage do. Please let them know. I, I certainly will, Sean. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Honey Bunny, I want you to keep me up to speed on that sewer of corruption. Smells like a urinal. O'Hare, 6,500 flights. That's not O'Hare, that's just nationwide, right? Oh, boy. New Yorkers and urinal smell. That's an exciting evening. Columbus, Chris. Hey, Sean, uh, you were talking about some of these banking regulations that are causing small banks to, get to, to go under or have caused them to go under. Well, there's a new one that you may not be familiar with. It's called Section 1071 of the Dodd-Frank Act, and it's basically going to require banks to collect race, gender, ethnicity, LGBTQ status for all small businesses what beginning yeah beginning in october depending on the size of the bank beginning in october of 2024 if you have revenues of under five million which is a large number of small businesses yeah about 80 percent yeah when you apply for a loan at, at a bank you're gonna you're gonna be asked as a business owner to provide for all your owners all the owners all right. have to provide that that information that now, now, aside from the government, how can how, you know, we have the right to privacy, right? I mean, I, I thought we did. So let's say they, they implement this new regulation. This is why I knew when they passed that Dodd-Frank. You remember that moron 
Uh, Chris Dodd, he had all the sweetheart deals with Countrywide, the scumbag that he was. Back when the interest rate was high, he had 3% loans. And then uh, Barney Frank, who was running a, a male brothel, homosexual brothel out of his brownstone. I said, boy, when did these idiots have time to cook up an 1,800-page bill? You knew it was written by banks to eliminate the competition. So let's say you got a small bank, and let's say you get some... Comedian, some joker such as myself who has a small business, and I get asked this ridiculous question, and my knee-jerk reaction is to put that I am a Korean woman with a hair lip and a club foot, and I transgender into a robust man, and they get caught. They could technically fine them and put them out of business, correct? Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. All right. In the meantime, if you see that on a loan application, because something tells me you're in the banking industry, please I don't am. report me, because that is exactly I- what I'm filing on my small business loan. What do you yeah, think of that? And, and I, uh, you know what? You're you're welcome to do that because uh, you know, unfortunately, the banks can't adjust it. So whatever you identify as, Ooh. that's what we ha- that's what they're going to have to collect and report. And by the way, that that information will be publicly available, not uh, anonymized, obviously. So it won't have names, anything like that. <laughs> but it'll be publicly available so that community groups and regulators and others can evaluate which banks are lending to small businesses that are, you know, minorities or women or certain ethnicities. Or, Do you know what's like, going to be fun in the future? Do you know what's going to be fun and interesting in the future to see the data on how many of these transgender owned businesses stiff the lender? I think that's going to be very interesting, you know, because the Marxist mafia, they're not very good at actually paying back loans. So they may be hoisted by their own petard, you know, and when our kids are grown, they may say, Hey, we're not going to give you a loan if you're a transgender person unless you pay three times the interest. I mean, it could work that way. Of course, banking will be eliminated and we'll be in a socialist society. But, Chris, we might as well focus on the silver lining somewhere. Because if you need to uh, get yeah. a loan approved because you like to wear high heels and you're a man, something tells me you're not going to be good at paying it back. Thank you very much, Chris, for depressing Maybe. the nation. You're welcome. Thank you. Lloyd and Gurney. Hey, Sean. Hi, Lloyd. Uh, I got a new name for taking a dump. Oh, I don't know if we can do that. <laughs> uh, I'm right. being polite. I, yes, I could tell, Lloyd. What is your new name for the, as I call it, the Biden? Dropping Biden off at the White House. All right, I like it very much. God, something tells me Lloyd's a, I'll bet you a dollar to a donut. Lloyd's a worker. Lloyd's probably spent his entire life working his ass off, probably extorted by a union have a way of phrasing things that only a guy who has developed a palate for not working, for watching daytime TV and wallowing in Democrat failure as he gets checks. Cream Puff Jim, you're about four days away from a kicker, aren't you? Yeah, well, you know, I got, if I could get Pence in a black frack, frack coat and dust his Bible off, he could do great sight from here to Tennessee. Wait, you're talking about oh, the but, Stafford vice president, well, Mike well, Pence? Well, Pence, you know, Pence, yeah, Pence, all he needs is a who's your horse behind him. And a black frock coat, and he was like the Undertaker. That that guy of a, of a hundred years of politicians. That guy puts the big. He's a real. Yeah, he's a. I, listen, you're not going to get an argument from me. I always thought he was a creepy son of a dog. And what's the whole thing with the wife? Can you imagine telling your wife, "Hey, honey, I got a lunch meeting, but there's a girl there. No. Why don't you get all no. dolled up and come with me?" What kind of a man is that? You have a get the hell out of here, cream puff. See, we can find common ground now. If I could just get you to incriminate that that yard gnome you used to kiss his ass, Mike Madigan. What do you think about this Mapes not getting charged or lying after he had a deal? What do you think of that? 
Well, you know, I, is we talking about the Edison company now? Now, I, the Edison kid. No, the Edison. This is when he got he got knocked up for making those poor girls that wanted to work their way through the Irish mafia sit on his lap. The freaky looking bastard that he has. Did you ever see this mapes? Oh, no, 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 let me tell you something. He makes pedophiles cross their legs. He's a creepy looking bastard. But when it comes to Democrats, I think all of you are pretty creepy. But this guy takes the mapes. State Capitol veterans say it appears the 66 year old mapes may be willing to face prison rather than testify against Madigan. Yeah, because that's the only place he's going to get lucky. Although I think mapes might have a hard time in prison because you're taking just, just Google them. Will you squirrel? Will you Google them? We can't write this stuff, right? And if we did, nobody would believe us. And that's what you've seen in Springfield, that corruption and the connection under Madigan's regime is absolutely baked into every aspect of government. Of course it is. And everybody knows it from the guy who washes the car all the way up to the billionaires that finance it. Well, there's one last one today. The leader of one of Chicago's wealthiest and most philanthropic families has died in a car crash. 70-year-old James Crown died in a car crash at the Aspen Motorsports Park. And you know what that is? That's where a bunch of rich jerk-offs race around in old Porsches. And they race around. Well, it turns out they're not good drivers. All right, go ahead, dummy. Colorado, the billionaire had been spearheading a new effort by the Civic Committee in Chicago to work with the city to reduce crime. All right. This is the website of the racing park in Woody Creek, Colorado. Authorities said Crown was involved in this. Do me a favor. Look up the median home prices of Woody Creek. Something tells me it's going to be around five and a half million. But don't worry. A lot of welfare roaches will be, oh, he's gone. What are we going to do? Because his money was a flow of corruption. He supported this mafia. And the same mafia that every guy who works his ass off knows is a mafia, this is the billionaire financier, who if you did a forensic audit of his assets, something tells me somewhere down the line, one of those corporations is a recipient of that corruption. That's how the mafia rolls. Although this guy ain't rolling anymore. Single car accident and appears to have died from blunt force trauma. Mayor Brandon Johnson released a statement saying, you know, that's normally something people die of in the city that he supports the crime policies of. You know, it turns kind of irony, right? What do they call that? Gallows humor? I just call it funny. In the park, Jim gave back to the city through his philanthropy and leadership with his generosity. Jim truly embodied the soul of Chicago. I was especially grateful for his commitment to work collaboratively. You know what that is? That's Democrats speak for, I hope we're in the will. In the meantime, every policy they have is an unmitigated failure. Absolute and total corruption. There's still one, one guy out there willing to tell it. And by his ridiculous regulations, electric cars will kill more than half of U.S. auto jobs and decimate the suppliers. They're being decimated already. Decimate the suppliers. And it's going to decimate your jobs. And it's going to decimate more than anybody else. The state of Michigan, it's going to be decimation. It's going to be at a level that that uh, people can't even imagine. Meanwhile, the cars don't go far. Cars suck and you can't park them in your garage or you burn your house down. Uh, in the meantime, the Democrats will still vote for it. After all, you're hard pressed to find the Chicago Chicagoan that doesn't say he's a Democrat, knowing full well the kind of corruption that is there. Here. Today's indictment once again calls Madigan public official A., but adds explicitly that the grand jury is investigating, quote, efforts by public official A to obtain for others private jobs, contracts and monetary payments. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. You mean like a Robin Hood? He's a Robin Hood of corruption. It wasn't for him. It was for you. He'll never see a day in jail or a courtroom. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. You want to talk about money, stealing, hundreds of millions. You almost have to admire it. The Chicago Democrat roaches. What'd they steal? A couple million? I mean, Mike Madigan sold down his city. How much do you think he made? I don't know. That law firm's pretty successful. I guess there's no way to really find out or audit it. And he's never going to do a day in a courtroom or jail. In order to reward public official A in connection with his role as Speaker of the Illinois House. I mean, it's absolutely. Then you position yourself as the Robin Hood against the big bad corporations. And the moron Democrats, they will vote for anything. They will support the destruction and demise of their own nation. Peter, you broke a lot of this years ago uh, about the Biden family influence peddling. And you've got new information this morning, uh, breaking news on a cell phone that Joe Biden was using. Tell us about they don't care, Maria. They don't care. They're Democrats. They simply want in. You know how many wannabe urinal cake salesmen there are out there? They just want that O'Hare contract. No one knows if they got them or they don't. The whole place stinks. Kevin, Las Vegas. Hey, Sean, what's happening, buddy? Not much, brother. How are you? I'm great. Uh, I heard you say earlier you were in Nebraska. Did you drive there? Yep. All right. So that's like minimum seven hours to Omaha. You uh-huh. have plenty of time to listen to RFK. Did it happen? Oh, I had the family in, but I've listened to it before. And I listen, I don't. Here's my. No, I mean, the whole the whole Rogan interview, it's like three hours. I did not listen to the whole thing, but I, I, I'm going to tell you what I'm about. I'm about seventy percent through it all. And okay. did you? Oh, okay. First of all, did you see him? Did you see him at Venice Beach, all jacked up? Oh, the dude's a monster. The dude is. <laughs> I had no idea. He's a very interesting oh, guy. The voice thing is going to kill him. He can't speak, brother. He can't I, speak. You know what? Though? It's going to kill him. I, it, it's. It's. I mean, if. If Biden can get in front of a microphone, and no, he he's a Democrat. Right, they'll vote okay with it. He'll be fine. They're never going to. First of all, they're never going to give him uh, a, a debate. But here's the other thing that I don't want to do, Kevin. Even though I'm lured by all directions, I don't want to pretend that this electoral system is legitimate. It's not. You're right. They don't. You're right. We don't elect. Well, yeah, and for us to buy it, and we we already know they're making a moron out of anybody who believes this. They steal the fracking election. They got it on a national platform. They know the exact key states. People don't understand the electoral college. I just saw an article in the Jerusalem Post where they're arguing against the electoral college. These are morons. I mean, if you're they're, voting they're for a Democrat. Married. You're a fracking moron, man. Let's just face they're it. Already, they're smearing him, too, already. I mean, even I talked yeah. to him today, just hardcore, like, terrible. She has no he, idea what Democrats are nowadays. But He doesn't stand the chance. for Gavin Newsom, and, and I mentioned RFK, and she's like, oh, he's crazy. I said, okay, explain to me why. Well, that's what they're saying. No, no, no. no. Tell me why he's crazy, not that's what they're saying. She has nothing. No one has anything. They have no idea what they're Kevin, the most propagandized people in the world are Americans. They're not North Koreans. I mean, after all, they support military coups and actions that lead to the deaths of millions, and they don't even talk about it anymore. Thank you very much, brother, for the call. You got it, bud. Take it easy, man. And, And I mean it.
Nobody talks about Democrats, Democrats. They're for peace. Here's Madeleine Albright. May she burn in hell. I know I play it a lot, but you need to understand exactly who we're dealing with. These aren't people just willing to kill their own babies, which should be a testimony to the kind of evil nature they have. These are people who don't care about killing anything. We have heard that a half a million children have died. I mean, that's more children than died when, when, in, in Hiroshima. And, and, you know, is the price worth it? I think this is a very hard choice, but the price, we think the price is worth it. So now you have nothing to deal with. These are people who celebrate the death of a half a million kids. The kids did nothing. They take your money, knowing how you feel against mothers that would kill their own kids. And they pay for it. And they celebrate it. And they said, regardless of all the corruption, we know Joe Biden has been a whore for 50 fracking years. Regardless of that, we're not even going to have a debate. He's going to win anyway. Because the fix is in. And they know it is. There is always possibility of a uh, unintended consequences. Uh, in Boeing 737, they tried to fix a small problem. And with unbeknownst to them, they created another problem which then went off and killed hundreds of people. Horsty was among those observing the software update in Fulton County over the last week. He says he saw sloppy security and mistakes by workers as they installed it. How big a deal might this be tonight on 11 Alive News at 6? I mean, I'm not an Internet expert by any means. But how do you update something that doesn't connect to the Internet? And when it connects to the Internet, who really gets control of it? President Zelensky is under fire for corruption. A new report says he embezzled the aid money. Who cares? They're Democrats. They love stealing it. You think they're, you think they're offended? By Joe Bi- or by Hunter Biden smoking crack and sleeping with hookers. They just want to go to the party. They're Democrats. And I'll be back in 21 hours to kick their teeth in again. Have an American night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.